Prep Sports now, week six. This is Case Kiefer alongside Ray Brewer, who's coming to you with a heavy heart. His Chaparral Cowboys give up the cleat. El Dorado, 17. Chaparral, 14. I believe I had the winner in that game last week in our picks. Um, but Ray showing some great uh, perseverance here to uh, still podcast, still talk about high school football, even though this has to rank as one of the uh, worst losses you've experienced as a fan in many years. So what I really, CK, and I appreciate you letting me down so easily, what I really appreciate about the Cleek game is that it was competitive and it was close and it was meaningful. And let, let's be honest, both Shap and El Dorado aren't going to win state. Um, uh, Shap won't be a playoff team. El Dorado has a chance in the 3A. But this one night uh, gave them a great memory. And, you know, game came down to the fourth quarter. Um, El Dorado fumbled 10 times. I don't know how many of those they lost. And El Dorado just had one player, Matthew Gallegos, who was kind of the difference. He made every play on offense and defense. He carried the ball. He led the team, of course, you know, his brother played for El Dorado. His uh, dad is an assistant coach there who went to El Dorado. So the guy understood the history. The kid understood the history of the rivalry. And, and that's that's really awesome because I know you didn't live here then, but back when I grew up, we only had 12 high schools. And the teams were stacked. I've made this theory before, Case, but one of the problems with high school football right now is that we've got 40-some high schools. And there's just not enough coaches to go around who are ready to run a program. They may know the X's and O's of football, but are they a good teacher? And can they run a program? And you're seeing just some really lopsided scores, and you're seeing the teams in the middle of town, Bonanza, El Dorado, Shap, Valley, Western, um, just coming up for a variety of reasons on the short end of the stick. But back in the day, man, like Rancho versus Western, right? You get that really like prestigious yellow and green for Rancho and, and that baby blue for Western, that Carolina blue, packed crowd, crisp grass in the air. And, and I just love that. So even though my alma mater lost a game that's important, all credit to El Dorado, uh, my guy, Daryl Pottle, first-year head coach, is about as happy as I've, I've heard somebody. And uh, congratulations to the, to the Sun Devils. Yeah, a lot of uh, hard times, and uh, the proverbial blood, sweat, and tears went into this uh, with El Dorado having so many uh, setbacks to Shap over the years. So uh, it is just better when these games are competitive and uh, certainly looked like this one was. So shout-out to uh, El Dorado. We'll continue to monitor if they uh, can get that playoff spot you mentioned in the uh, – they're in the 3A? 3A. Elbows okay. in the 3A. Did not, I, I, I had to stop myself. I knew that's what you said, but I didn't realize they're all the way uh, in the 3A. So great win uh, from them. And that was not the only rivalry game going on on Friday. Uh, I know there were a couple more around town, but the other uh, classic one that I think harkens back probably even before those days when you talked there were 12 high schools. These had to be two of the uh, very original, uh, the bone game with another addition. 
Uh, and it's hard to say 35 to seven is a step in the right direction, but it kind of feels in the step in the right direction. I mean, I can remember when Rancho was losing this game by 60 every year. It looks like they at least put up a respectable performance, but uh, the bone will stay with Las Vegas as it has every year for, well, I mean, three decades now. Yeah, 25th straight win in a row, 27 years with the bone when you consider game wasn't played in 20 or 21. Um, listen, Vegas won the game with the size of their offensive line. Um, Rancho did a good job of kind of controlling the clock a little bit, limiting the possessions of Vegas. Um, even Coach Capetillo said that, you know, Rancho's going in the right direction. But when push came to shove, Rancho just doesn't have the guys up front. And Vegas uh, kept the kept the bone for, uh, you know, the 25th game, 27 years of that thing. And uh, at least it was a good game, uh, packed stadium. And uh, just another old school. I love that word you use, Case. Classic. A classic there you go. Vegas rivalry. Yeah. So certainly those two uh, lived up to the hype. Um, otherwise, it wasn't a super busy week. Uh, there weren't a whole lot of uh, big, big games in terms of we didn't know who was going to win. I think you got most of the rest of your picks right, I'm guessing. Um, just looking over the scores. Uh, nice to see Liberty finally get an out of state win. They beat. Uh, Kame Mahama, Kame Hamea, twenty-five to eighteen. Uh, Gorman puts up seventy on a Georgia school. Um, those are some of the national scores on ESPNU. Uh, on ESPNU, wow! Remember that, that IMG Academy? They beat up on some team from Ohio, Bishop Remember? Sycamore. Yeah, <laughs> fake school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Brookwood's Bishop Sycamore. So. No, but I mean, it felt like that game. Okay, I mean, if gotcha. You're, if you're if you're Turn in the ESPNU to see like a top Georgia team against the top Nevada team, and it's seventy to seven. Can't we get some better matchmaking in the? I feel like we've talked about this in other years, but doesn't ESPN have some say in these big games or well, not so really it goes at all? Through an outfit called uh, Paradon Marketing, and and this this team was top fifty nationally and uh, made a. I think they lost in the state championship game at Georgia last year. Uh, so they they were proven. They just uh, apparently the cupboard is not as full as it was. Okay, yeah. So Gorman just really is that good. Uh, that is a crazy score. Uh, looking over some of these other scores from Friday night, uh, man. I guess we should have stuck in the three A when we mentioned El Dorado because all these games you have been saying are going to be close, and they have uh, lived up to that billing and have been total slugfests. Uh, throwback football, if you will. 8-6 Boulder City over Virgin Valley and 7-6 Moapa over Pahrump. Uh, That's two close wins in a row for Moapa. Um, I'm glad that I uh, stuck true to them and said uh, I still think they're the team to beat. I think they proved it these last two weeks, but with as close as all these teams look, the, the 3A playoffs could just be a bloodbath. I don't think you're super confident taking anyone, right? Yeah, I would say that on any given day, anybody could win. Um, Pahrump, from what they say, has a uh, they're very physical. And they've they we're just talking defensive football field position. I'm okay with a punt. Who's going to make a mistake on what side of the field? And I think just for year after year, we're used to Mawapa putting up, you know, convincing wins, double-digit wins. And to see them in a game where they score one touchdown and still win. Or Boulder City goes to the Virgin and wins on basically an extra point. Yeah, yeah. 
I do feel like Moapa a lot of times start slow. I feel like they're like kind of the hallmark of a good program where it seems like they're usually peaking at the right time and better when the season ends. So I'm still staying true to Moapa. I think by the end of the year, especially, they'll be better than these teams and they'll be the rightful favorite. But I think the gap is really thin, it looks like. Yeah, and I just I hate that a team from the North may or may, may win state this year. That you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's just no. <laughs> that's always a nightmare for you. Yeah. Ever. I, yeah. I mean, it that bothers me, you know, as much as El Dorado or more than El Dorado beat Shap. Because I just, you know, I love when our teams have a good run. Well, I think uh, some of the other levels, um, the Southern teams will have an advantage. Certainly looks like the best teams are here. Uh, we'll see that play out. Now we are uh, moving in to league play a little bit more this week. Uh, just about everyone. I think uh, these national games have ramped down. Uh, what stands out as we uh, kind of round into a key part of the schedule? So two two things. If you just spitball, CK, and I know you're a partial observer. Impartial? No, part like a part-time observer. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was bad grammar. <laughs> um, who would be your top five in the 5A? Uh, Gorman, obviously. Uh, we agree. Gorman. Liberty. Gorman. Liberty. Arborview. Arborview. I thought you were going to, I thought the argument was going to be there. You said Arborview. No, no, no. Too. I'm, just, okay. I'm getting your top five. Um, I agree with you on Gorman. Oof. Uh, feels like there's a drop off after those three this year. Is there not? Okay. So Desert Pines. Well, Faith Lutheran's undefeated. Oh, Faith. There you go. Is that where you're trying to get me? No, that I just don't sense. know. Like, how do we judge Liberty? Like, are they this the best team in state not named Gorman, where they haven't lost to a local opponent since the fluke against Canyon that we mentioned last week? Well, that was the last local loss. Yeah, that was a long or, time ago. Or are if they played Arborview Friday, would Arborview give them a game? Oh, I think Arborview gives them a game for sure. I think I'm picking Liberty ultimately. Okay, now where do you think Faith Lutheran factors? Five and zero. Oh. Uh, they got a kicker who's making kicks from. Yeah, I heard about that. Red Rock Resort. Um, <laughs> you know, I I did forget about them, and that was wrong. I do think they belong at four. Uh, I'm not ready to put them up with those other two teams just yet. I want to see them. They got to play one of them at least at some point, right? Friday night. Okay. What do you go. make the line at? Faith Liberty. Is it at Liberty or at Faith? I think it's at Faith. Last year, mind you. Liberty had a COVID scare and had to play its JV team and beat them like by running clock. Okay. Well, with that background, I'll still say uh, Liberty minus 20. Yeah, that, that's a good line. That's very intelligent. Okay. Um, Thank you. No, I, I just don't know. I didn't know. I, I, I honestly had no idea what you'd go with that. I didn't know if you'd yell at me for it being too long or too short or what. But I think uh, – I think more than two touchdowns was for sure based on what I know and probably less than three. So All I, I know is like, so this is, you know, Sanford's now kind of in his third year with the program. When Vernon was coaching Faith, he had them playing teams that were parallel to the teams Gorman was playing. And they were losing just like Liberty. You know, their, their, their results were 500, a little less than 500, kind of like Liberty this year. And are we clouded in how we judge these teams? by how they play these national opponents. Um, because now Faith's 5-0. and They did beat the Carr brothers from Bakersfield Christian. 
But their other wins are like, you know, the Monte Ranch, Canyon Springs. You know, they're beating up on local in-state teams. So I just don't know. This is a huge test. I mean, you know, and it's not like Liberty is setting the world on fire. Correct? They had a bad – they had three good quarters and a bad fourth quarter against the Hawaiian school. Yeah. I mean, I I think that if you're Liberty, you can't be overlooking faith. Um, You've had some struggles. Uh, I I I mean, I think you're selling me. I think faith has a chance at least. Do I? Am I going to pick them ultimately? I think Liberty's done this uh, year in and year out. We've seen them be on a trajectory like this before, and like you said, not lose a local game. So I think you fall back on the experience, and you fall back on what we thought uh, of these teams coming into the year, and we thought Liberty was a cut above. So I'm still going to say Liberty at the top. Yeah. Now, do you remember the year? Was it 19 when they won state? Correct. 0-5. Exactly. We, I think like we say this every Did week. Did we write them off? Uh, we probably wrote off their chances against Gorman a little bit. I mean, I, I remember vividly picking against them in the Gorman game. I think I had Gorman minus 18 or 20 in that game, and they won outright. Yeah, so. that, that was, uh, again – Liberty was supposed to beat them in 20. They were all going towards 20, not toward 19. 19 was kind of an added bonus. Yeah, 20 was going to be their best. 20 was going to be the year that we didn't get. So yeah. that that rematch would have been awesome. Um, I don't know. Just I, I'm very interested. Now, who knows? Liberty might win 50 to zero. Moroccan might say, hey, don't poke the barricade. You know, or you know, kid kicks a Phil Phil goals. They run some clock and faith, you know, gives them a scare into the into the whatever. Yeah, I could see either way uh, going. That's certainly the game of the week. Um, well, what about what about since we made we're making lines? Can I write these down, CK? Okay. Are these so, official? Well, I mean, it took me five seconds to think of it, or probably even less than that. But sure. Okay, Gorman at Arbor. I mean, Gorman just beat a team that you told me was top 50 in the nation by 60. So I feel like I'm, I feels like I'm going to be slamming Arborview, but I'm not. I think Arborview has one of their best teams ever this year based on the scores and based on what we know. But they're having a red out. Everybody were red. But I mean, how can it be any less than like Gorman minus 49? No way. They just beat a top 50 team in the nation by 60. Arborview's not a top 50 team, are they? Yeah, so two things here. Maybe you were overselling Brookwood to me. No, no, no. Maybe I was. And okay. they almost beat Modern Day, right? Who's the best team in the nation? So all true, and Gorman is by far this is an exhibition for them the rest of the week. Yeah, I don't want this to be true. But I'm just trying not, to be accurate. Don't get me wrong. The rest of the high school football season is an exhibition for Bishop Gorman. With that said, every year. After they go back to back to back to back to back weeks of traveling, playing on ESPN, and playing top 10 opponents, when they get into league play and they know they're heavy favorites, there's always a little drop off, right? Like the one half of bad play against Legacy one year, right? And now they're going to a capable opponent in Arbor View at Arbor View. Red out, unfortunately, the fans are at Arbor a million miles behind everybody else, right? Yeah, that's true. You know, it's not like they're on Poppy, like at Gorman. 
Yeah. Where I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. Your favorite song. <laughs> Only chance still around by 40 in the in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought that was a basketball thing anyway. No, they do that in football. Okay. But 49. That's Jeez. what I think. I don't think it's been every year that Gorman's had these trouble. I, I do know that's happened a couple times. Okay. I can remember after the national schedule, but I don't think that's an annual thing. And I don't know. What what would you have made the line? Well, here here's just two things. 49 is 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 all good, but you got to remember once Gorman gets up by 35, the clock's gonna run. So they're gonna have to get two touchdowns and two kicks on a running clock. Yeah. I think it's possible, though. I mean, it's not impossible, but... Maybe that was a little high, and again, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Arborview gives them all they can handle. Heck, I hope Arborview wins outright. I don't think it's going to happen, but yeah. uh, I'd love to... I think it'd be better for high school football, obviously, if we have more parity and more teams that can take down uh, the top dog, and there's no doubt right now that Gorman... I mean, what are, they still got to be a top-10 team in the nation. I just... It's yeah. hard for me to pick against them against anyone, and it's hard for me to pick anyone to give them a close game at this point. I mean, yeah. I'm picking Liberty to lose... I might be picking Gorman to beat Arborview by 50, but I'm picking – I'd be picking Liberty to lose by like 35 now. Is it really that big of a difference? So then you have Liberty as a 14-point favorite against Arbor. Uh, it seems a little high. <laughs> I might go a little – it's all matchup-based, you know? I, I think I'll go a little closer, So especially if it's at Arbor. Got to keep that in mind too. Yeah, so – one note with Arbor is we're not sure who the quarterback's going to be, Michael Kearns or Alonzo Balderrama. Balderrama threw for three touchdowns and also rushed for a touchdown and nearly 100 yards last week in a victory against Green Valley. However, CK, however, Kearns is hurt and could be back. So we'll see what happens there. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, we'll see. I like the red out. I like that it sounds like they're confident and going to give them their best shot. And we've seen Arbor hang with Gorman before, so I could be dead wrong. But I don't know. I'm just swayed by what I've seen from Gorman early in the year. It seems like every week they exceed my expectations. I thought Modern Day would have their way with them. Gorman arguably deserved to win that game, if not for some things that happened uh, in the mm-hmm. second half. And then, you know, you tell me Brookwood's a top 50 team and they beat them by 60. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm very high on Gorman right now. I know that's a real bold take, but that, that's how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else that t- to, to preview? Those are two huge games uh, between top five teams. Um, we want to get to the picks or anything else? Let's do it, baby. All right. Um, is this a Thursday night game, the Henderson Bowl? No, I put oh, okay. it first because it's my favorite. Okay. Got, what, what is on Thursday night, you know? Thursday night is the second game. Palo Verde and Foothill? At, at the Hill, yeah. Uh, Palo Verde got a win last week, 48-30 to 30 over Centennial. Um, Shout out to the kid that had the three touchdowns on three touches. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, his name, I'll get it for you real fast. Uh, Foothill lost. Shadow Ridge gets a 5A win. Uh, 4A, they beat Foothill 45 to 38. Looks like that was a really good game. Um, this could be a tough one to pick, right? Because, you know, if, you, if, if you're putting some real stock in Palo Verde exploding for 48 against Centennial last week, uh, maybe they're back going to be competitive for the rest of the year. Uh, Foothill looks like not quite on the level they were last year. I don't know which way to go in this one. Yeah, Furious Hoskins, three touchdowns on three touches to open the game for Palo Verde. It's homecoming at Foothill. It's the opener of league play for Foothill and Palo. Kind of a must win to make the playoffs. 
I'm going with the Falcons to get it done on TV Thursday night, homecoming. Ooh, I'm going to go with uh, Palo Verde. Too many distractions, homecoming week. Mm-hmm. You know, once you gave me that, that's that's the difference. I know I'm really reaching here, but I do think it's a coin flip. Maybe Palo Verde turned the corner last week. I think this is a close game, and I'm going to go with my guy, uh, Hoskins. Going to score three more touchdowns, maybe not on three touches, but I think this will be a close game. I'll say Palo Verde 35, Foothill 31. Uh, now we'll get to your favorite game, Henderson Bowl. I, I just I wanted to stay in chronological order, you know. Uh, Green Valley has fallen on tough times, but they've lost back-to-back weeks. Uh, basic looks like uh, they are on the up. They shut out Spring Valley last week. Uh, it's been a while. I feel like in the series that Basic has come in as the favorite, but that's got to be the case here, right? Yeah, Basic's uh, only given up. I think they've outscored opponents like one sixty to fifteen or sixteen. Defense is playing good. Uh, Green Valley is uh, hasn't won yet. Uh, obviously, this is a gigantic step up in competition for Basic, a four A school against a five A school. Um, I love you know I love this game. This is my game. You went to it one year, right? I did. Yeah, you didn't love it as much as I did. Uh, it, it was good. Yeah. I remember being annoyed that year just because I was, I think I was covering every game because you were in the East Coast or something. And the game was like 48 to 41 and got over at like 11 yeah. o'clock. Yeah. That was not uh, ideal. And yeah. like waiting through the post-game pageantry of everyone uh, talking to each other. So uh, what, what, I, what I do appreciate is that I think this game's going to be close like it should be. And, you know, what a perfect setting for Green Valley get its first win of the season. Mind you, they've had this bowl for like five years in a row. Basic wants to get it back. Uh, I got I got the Wolves. I'm taking the Wolves back. I'm going to go upset alert here and go Green Valley. I got to think Green Valley, they've underachieved, but they're still probably got the bigger team. They have some size. Well, they're... I tell you, I saw their offensive line on TV against Coronado, and Domingo Cleveland is going to eat. Exactly. Capital E-A-T. Yeah, that's what... basic. Oh, <laughs> you tricked me there. All right, we'll see. I don't know. I, I like Green Valley. I think this is a close one. We know crazy things happen in rivalry games. How about that? For the first time in years, we disagree on the first two games. This will be fun to see uh, how these two turn out. Um, Legacy at Canyon Springs. Could we make it three in a row? No. Canyon Legacy, Springs is having a rough year. Yeah, and Legacy's starting to play really good right now. Shout out to Coach Monticelli and company. Give me the Longhorns. Yeah, they've been on an upward ascent. I think it continues here. I'll go with Legacy. Uh, the two games of the week here, two top five teams like we talked about, Liberty at Faith Lutheran. I made Liberty a 20-point favorite. It seems like uh, you'd probably be taking the underdog on that line. Yeah, I, I think Liberty is still – the better team and it's not even close, but I think the Patriots have got some problems they need to fix. They might get it right this week, but I, I don't think this is 2019. I think uh I think they've got some work to do. But I got the Patriots beating the Crusaders. All right. So you think uh the Crusaders keep it close but have the Patriots. I think uh I'll stick with my 20 points. I think Liberty wins by 20. It's close for a while, but Liberty pulls away in the end. Bishop Gorman at our review. We know you like our review plus 49. I'm going to take Gorman 49, our review zero. And what do I got the score? In the you got 39 to 23. Huh? If our review puts up 23 on Bishop Gorman, I, I, got, I really, I really <laughs> talked I really talk myself. Here, I, I just pulled $5 out of my pocket. <laughs> five dollars on what i don't know uh i i really think that liberty is going to have a 
hangover let down, and I think Arbor is going to give them all they got. You mean Gorman's going to have that? Yeah, Gorman's going to have the hangover. Arbor is going to throw the kitchen sink. I think it's. I think Gorman ultimately wins by double digits, but I think it's going to be a little closer. There is. A, I will put it on here right now. A hard guarantee lock, zero percent chance. Even if they somehow won the game, Arborview is not scoring twenty three points on Bishop Gorman. Well, I not- know I'm giving some bulletin board material here and, and sounding a little harsh, but I so mean, this Gorman telling- defense, how many D1 guys do they have? Every position? Yeah, so what? 20 Was it 21 of 24 starters? All I'm saying is that the, the red out is real, CK. I, I hope you're right. I really hope I'm wrong, but I, I just I don't see it. Gorman, uh, for me, Sierra Vista at Shadow Ridge. Sierra Vista, uh, I think a game we might have disagreed on or weren't sure of last week. Sierra Vista had a big win. They might be uh, they might be pretty competitive. I'm surprised you have this score so uh, lopsided. I know Shadow Ridge is, is great, and they're going to be my pick here, but I think maybe Sierra Vista can hang a, a little bit more. Dude, you're not stopping Air Force on your first try. Give me the Mustangs. All right. I got the Mustangs, too. I just think it'll be closer than 36 points. Uh, Durango at Del Sol. Durango at Del Sol. I got Durango. Shout out to Del Sol. They got a dub last week. Ah, 26 to 20 over Bonanza. Um, I wish I remembered who I picked in all these games. I feel like I might have picked Del Sol, but uh, maybe not. Um, Yeah, Durango going back down after losing the Legacy last week. I'll take Durango as well. Uh, the round robin continues of all these teams that play uh, single digit <laughs> scoreboard games. Boulder City at Pahrump. Uh Boulder City was on the winning end last week, like you said, because of the, the conversion, whereas Pahrump, uh barely lost to Virgin. What are you thinking in this one? I just think it, you're asking a lot of Boulder to go to Mesquite and then go back to Pahrump to play physical games. Give me the, the Trojans. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of unfair to Boulder City. Uh, that they've picked up these wins, and I feel like there's not as much buzz around them. But Pahrump uh, has one of their better teams, and uh, it's hard for me to go against them in Pahrump. That's one of the Ray Brewer rules, right? Yeah. You don't pick against them in a close yeah, game at Pahrump. Like so I'm going to subscribe this week and I go like Pahrump. What, what other rules of mine do you subscribe to? <laughs> I honestly don't know. I mean, I think as a general rule in basketball, the best player thing is uh, – I like that. Is, uh, you also is smart. subscribe to the 24-hour rule. What, you have to get over it after? I don't know what no, that is. never yell at anybody. Let it sink in for a little bit. And then if you're still pissed, go grab them. Uh, I'd love to follow that rule, but I, I don't know. I'm not a hothead, but I, I, I think uh, you might have more patience than me. So that, get that's the good. Hell out of here, Absolutely. <laughs> if you follow that rule. I, I mean, yeah, it is a rule. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rancho at Moapa Valley. Uh, Moapa Valley. Yeah, Mawapa, that one will be lopsided, as will this one. Desert Pines at Centennial. Desert I've got Pines. DP. Uh, Bonanza at Coronado, the Cougars. Cougars! Yeah. Man, you really uh, stacked all these lopsided games at the I'm bottom. I'm trying to do you a favor, CK. Uh, Silverado hosting Chaparral. Shout out to Donovan Pellet. Eight, is it, what's the UCLA thing? Eights up or eight clap or something? Uh. Yeah, he cre- up, he maybe. committed to UCLA. Today. Oh, he did. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Um. Good for him. Yeah. Donovan Pellet. Uh, I've got Silverado as well. Sunrise Mountain at Desert Oasis. Uh, gonna be a close game, and I picked Desert Oasis. Apparently, yep. every week you come in here and tell me Chris Sawyer's is the the Bill Belichick of Southern Nevada high school football, and then you pick against him in a coin flip game by your own admission. 
I don't see it. I think I was on Desert Oasis last week, or at least said they would keep it close to Sierra Vista, and they did not, in fact, do so. I feel a little scorned, and I've listened to you talk about how well Coach Sunrise Mountain has won too many times. I've got uh, Sunrise Mountain. All right. Good man. So we're uh, different on at least three now. Valley at Western. Surprised by your pick here, too. I got Western by one. That's that's a game I, I case I got no clue on, but I, I got <laughs> I just feel like, uh, you know, I know no fault to their own. They struggle with numbers. Uh, they don't have, you know, they don't have a lot of advantages other schools do. But I just feel like Western, when's the last time Western, Western never wins, do they? Yeah. This would be their <laughs> first win against the non-charter school since Obama was president, <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, I you must you cleaned up my desk when I wasn't in here. Did you see one of, when I was cleaning it back off today? There's a paper from 2008 on there. Is there? It was from when Kansas won the Orange Bowl, but the the uh, <laughs> the other big story was Obama wins the Iowa caucus. Yeah, so you can't can't escape the uh, the Obama first administration vibes today. Uh, I I just I can't pick Western because of that. I think Valley uh, at least um, usually. This is not based on this year, so it might be a bad pick, but I feel like Valley, you know, every once in a while has some fight, right? So I'm going to go with the Vikings. Four games were different on this week. I don't know if we're going to get another one, but we'll try. Spring Valley hosting Mojave. Uh, you know I hardly ever pick against my Grizzlies, even though uh, they didn't score last Yeah, week. they didn't do great last week. I'm going to go with Spring Valley here, though. Me too. All right, and then the last game is Las Vegas at Clark. Come on. Hey, Clark was good last year. What happened? They could have been competitive in this game Kitty last year. Cats all day. Yeah, it is Vegas, but uh, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe if Clark rediscovers some of that magic, they could get back into it. Uh, I've got Las Vegas as well, so we'll see what plays out in those four games we were different on. Uh, I got a markdown in my head, and uh, we'll see how these uh, point spreads I made turn out in the two top five games. Um, seems like Brewer thinks I'm a little wide on both of them, but uh, we'll see. Any uh, parting thoughts? I hope everybody has a great week. All right. Thanks for listening. For Ray, I'm Case. This was Prep Sports Now.